Welcome back to the Integrateness Podcast with Jason and Jolene. I'm Jason, she's Jolene right there. And we're coming at you with our second to last episode of the season, that is. And we're here to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my stomach... Does everyone else's stomach drop when, when we say that? Because that kind of sucks. I feel a little sad when I hear that. Second to last. And everyone's just holding on. No, but, but, no. But just for, I want more. just for like a few months. Like I it's know. a season. So I it know. gives people, like we said, it's a gift to our audience so they can actually go do stuff over the summer. Yeah, because you guys are slaves to us, right? Right. Uh, which actually brings us to today's topic of habits. Good habits, bad habits, ugly habits. What's your habit? What makes and, a habit? Yeah. And we are your habits habit, aren't we? Right? I Perfect. Yes. 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 Okay. So a habit, if we were to look at the definition of it, a settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. Yeah. That's us. That's us. We're hard to give up. We almost debated not having a season even. <laughs> like just continuing. Um, speaking of habits. Yes. Okay. So these Easter over. Yeah. So this is how today's topic came to be. I had to walk over to Jason's today because I was getting my tires swapped over. And when I left my house, I made a tea. That's a habit I make for myself. I usually have a tea before bed. We'll talk about different kind of healthy habits. That's like a nourishing habit. Whenever I make myself a tea, I make it with love to nourish myself. Um, so I was like, I'm going to make a tea, head on over there. But yesterday I happened to score some like half price chocolate at the store. And I looked at this giant bag of these chocolates and I was like, oh, I can bring some of these right now. And I looked at my hand and I thought I can only hold so many in my hand. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to wear my jacket. I got pockets. I can bring handfuls of chocolates now. So I brought handfuls of chocolate in my pockets. And you, there was way more before I got here, Jason. <laughs> going to say your pockets are small. It was only like four each. Yeah, I know. So I got halfway here and I was plowing through. You got to unwrap them too. So I actually like wasn't able to eat them as quickly as the bag of mini eggs that are sitting in my desk drawer that I also bought. Um, and I was like, this is my bad habit. Portion control stuff for sure is a weakness for me around sweets and, and things like that. Right. So sweets are definitely a bad habit of mine but not one bad enough that I like want to eliminate it but I have a really hard time managing and controlling it so the only thing that helped me to manage that on the way here was I can either eat them all but then I'm going to talk about this during the episode and Jason's going to be like why the fuck didn't you bring any for me <laughs> so I had to stop eating them halfway so I had enough to share with him and I think I only gave him three guys four, I got four. four. okay okay I got four. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because portioning's my a bad habit of mine like i mean you know at dinner snack i've and this gets harder folks as you get older like my metabolism when i was a kid i could burn through like anything and that continued right into my 40s oh like, I mean, right into my, especially when i started boxing and all that mm -hmm. stuff but now in my 50s not so much but i'm still trying to eat like my metabolism is unstoppable uh and that's really hard to dial that back and i eat quickly it's also been a bad habit of mine around food. Like I just eat, I don't know, don't know why. But oh, you're just I know. a bachelor, maybe? I don't know. No, I know, actually. Okay. Uh, my mom actually brought awareness to this, and I see it play out in my kids a lot, too, is at school, you only have a certain amount of time to eat before yep. they send you outside. And that's what it comes down to, is you really have to scarf your food fast. Uh, and I see my son do it all the time. Um, you have to scarf it fast to get outside. So that, I think, was just a condition yep. response that continued. Because, uh, I, yeah, I have the same issue. Eating really fast. Um 
And also thinking about, oh, I completely lost my, <laughs> you know why? Because I'm looking around, I'm like, I swear I had one more fucking chocolate. Did I mindlessly eat that? You did. That's the other thing. It's like you can mindlessly, that's another thing. I'm not present while I eat a lot of the time. I make yep. a point of during my lunch break um, to actually like stop multitasking, stop, even if it's just 10 minutes of just tending to my food and being present um, instead of responding to emails at the same yep. time, because you can actually overeat because of that you're not enjoying the meal there's no pleasure anymore you're not like actually taking it all in as an experience right watching a movie and eating popcorn not even paying attention to what you I've finished a large bag of popcorn at the movies before the end credits (laughs) no before the beginning credits that's impressive like I mean literally because you're watching the the stupid ads and the previews and you just eat Eating the popcorn, eating the popcorn. The movie starts, the, the beginning credits stop, and it's just like, I got like two hours now. To How much ended up on your seat and the floor? Oh, everywhere. Though, right? Everywhere, right? But I mean, I still ate... That's... A $20 bag of popcorn. Is that <laughs> how much it is now? I'm exaggerating, but not by much. Yeah. I, I told you last time I haven't, the last movie I went to was Avatar. Like long time like ago, old Avatar. Avatar. Old, yeah, yeah, old yeah. Avatar. Yeah. yeah that's gotten long... pricier. Yeah. Okay. It was bad back then. <laughs> I think it was like seven bucks back then. Yeah. No, it was still d- dipping into my drinking budget. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So we've got like bad habits around some of those things when we're specifically talking about like food or something like Jason and I are talking about. And then you can go and swap that. So when I actually went and joined um, uh, the Herbal One company here, because I knew the gal running it, most of it was about being mindful of portion control, having a special system of like how to balance all of the different food types, proteins, carbs, fruit, and all of that, right? And then to be mindful and present. And that came down to writing it down, tracking it. Uh, Because then I actually had to keep track of what was going into my mouth like that last fucking chocolate i'm still looking around for it guys i really don't believe i ate it but jason's saying i did did. yeah rip off so those are perfect examples of how we can take some of our i'm gonna say good and bad habits for for lack of like you know language confusion here i really don't like the black and white of good and bad but essentially you know less desirable habits and we can start to shift them and gain control over them and turn them into more positive habits that give us a better self of sense self-control essentially right so like if we were to think of bad habits i think of that ed sheeran song right like you know my bad habits lead to like late night texting and shit like that um what are your i think that's what that song's about you know know. bad bad habits reaching out to the wrong people at the wrong times (laughs) uh what are your bad habits jason well obviously eating too fast yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're so badass (laughs) Uh, right um i I think like way like a lot of people if i get on the computer like i'm a procrastinator a chronic procrastinator to get down to writing because writing sucks even though I do it for a living so you kind of do everything but it's a habit you get in and you look at stuff and then you go down the rabbit hole of like YouTube and all this other crap that is irrelevant (laughs) right and it really and then it pisses me off and then I get to doing what I want to do so yeah procrastination I mean I like my two drinks a day I don't think that's the healthiest of habits but it's not an excessive amount Uh, and then like I really like sugary stuff mm-hmm. like sugary drinks and everything but it is really not good for you mm-hmm. like a can of pepsi's 56 percent sugar i think it's got the most sugar really yeah like it's really bad that's like all my dad lived off of was like coffee cigarettes and pepsi wow <laughs> it's not wild <laughs> wow yeah yeah so crazy wow. um I've yeah as i've gotten older i've jettisoned a lot because it's just they affect your health inversely have you tried those zevias 
They no. are like natural sugar pops. So if I give my kids pop, I'll give them something like that. Okay. Um, you could try a soda stream. I know it's not the same, but I mean, you could look at what is it? Like, do I like the carbonation? Do I like that feeling of the fizz up my nose? It is. So I've done bu- bubbly or bubbly yeah, or whatever yeah, they call yeah. it. Water, carbonated water drinks. Yeah. Those have been good, a good substitute as well. So I, like one of my bad habits, I used to smoke. Yeah, me too. That was a bad yeah. one. Yeah. Obviously. And it was hard to crack. Yeah. Well, because people don't quit smoking because they don't like it. They quit smoking because they have to. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's literally it. I can mm-hmm. still. That's why I still Most people loved cigarette. smoking. Yeah. Like, well, it was great. <laughs> yeah. There was even, it was a Simpsons my son and I were watching that was a throwback to the 1930s and it was a joke, but it wasn't far off. Kids are nervous in school and they're like, here, kids, have a nice Laramie cigarette to like, calm your nerves. You know what I mean? Right? But that was the thought process about it. Well, it was. And when we think about it, we're taking a deep breath, which is a way to calm the nervous system, mm-hmm. right? To get to, to kind of uh, activate that parasympathetic. But instead, we're like sucking in this crazy stimulant. But we've given ourselves this conditioned response that it'll calm us down, which it's actually doing the opposite in the body, which is fascinating. Oh, it because, it right up. because it's a stimulant. It's yeah. not actually a Present, which is what you're needing when you're stressed out but it's also if you were to go back in freud days that is part of the oral stage fixation right yeah. and when we were babies we would suck and soothe um to we'll calm soothe. ourselves yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or you know suck in the teat whatever right <laughs> <laughs> like but that was that was yeah. how you calmed or you sucked your thumb right so really if you were to look at it like everyone who's smoking to soothe is essentially stuck in the oral stage and phase yeah. that that freud would talk about you know psychology wise it is about self-soothing so i always find it fascinating that physiologically smoking isn't actually calming the body but the conditioned response and if anyone remembers pavlov's dogs around ding 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 the bell and them salivating for food because they associated the two that's essentially what starts to happen and actually it's cool we're talking about that right now because all of that is really important in understanding how to create habits right Mm -hmm. we really want to condition a certain response to a habit so i talked about my sweets and for me, sweets are like so linked to my childhood. We lived like right beside the corner store. My dad would send me down, I think with like five bucks back then. I'd buy him a pack of cigarettes, right? As like a seven-year-old. Fuck, days were awesome back then. <laughs> I would buy him a pack of cigarettes and a Pepsi. Yep. And then he would tell me I could keep the change. So I would buy five cent candies, right? So for me, that was a fond memory of probably independence, helping my dad out, getting this special little task and then rewarding myself, right? My dad also had candy stashes in the house. So that was also something that like was kind of like bonding time with him. Like I definitely have candy stashes in my house. My kids know this, right? And I was telling Jason that I like the candy stale. So I will purposely take the lids off of the candy, open the bags, put it into the uh, freezer because that's how I like the candy. I, we all it's have our thing. Totally, it's <laughs> right? so it's so weird, guys. But like that's where that's where my bad habit comes from. There's always an origin of why it feels familiar. Otherwise, like the logical part of my brain would say, "Yeah, that much candy is probably not good for you, Jolene. Take three eggs on your way over to Jason's, and you'll be okay." Right? Not, not 25. 20, 20. 20. I think there was probably about 18. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So other bad habits, we talked about smoking, yeah. um, for sure, uh, social media stuff, like oh, uh, just digital, digital era, digital right? Digital anything. Getting distracted. Like it's really hard to stay focused nowadays because we just live in such a fast paced world, right? So I would say those are uh, bad habits for me, not being able to get to sleep at a decent hour. Like yeah. me staying up too late, that's a bad habit I've been very open about. Like it is just 
ugh. So biologically, I'm hijacked there. And then I just, I, I would rather be in my own head and stay up than go to sleep most nights. Well, and, and you know, it's funny about that because I'm a night owl anyways, like by nature as yeah. well. I'm stuck in a wake up in the morning world with, you know, a child. That yeah, me too. Six o'clock, right? Yes. It, it's just the way it is. But I, my favorite time is like from about 10 p.m. on. Partly because nobody's talking to me or bugging me. So yeah. it's quiet, right? Same thing. And you, like you say, you can be in your head or you can finally chill out. Like you can read uninterrupted or watch a TV show. Totally. And just the act of being up late, I find very comforting. Me too. That's right? funny. And and that for me started with kids. I, I really would like go to bed at like 930-ish prior to that, wake up early, right? Mm-hmm. And then kids swap that around for me. Um, but there are people who kind of do the opposite of that. And they're like, oh, I like to wake up at 3.30. Fuck. I'm no. like, I wake up at 3.30, but not intentionally. I no. wake up multiple times a night. Um, but like 3.30, 4 o'clock, they'll work out. They'll have that quiet time. That's when they'll read. Um, and yeah, just like for me, I would love to do that instead of stay up late. But then I don't, I don't know. I don't know. See, I, I, I've done that because I've done morning radio <laughs> and been like a breakfast cook. Right. No. Not your jam. Not my jam. Yeah. I do not want to get up before. Even like this a couple of weeks ago after this aired, my ghost hunting colleague Peter and I had to be at a location at 7.30 a.m. <laughs> it was like an hour drive. Do the math of when we were getting up to go yeah. there. And Pete gets up every day at four or five. Right. Yeah. Right? Oh, he's one of those he's guys. A morning guy. I guess from back in his, again, it's like a habit from his days in London. In order to get to the job site on time, he had to get up super early to beat the traffic and then he'd have breakfast and be at work and get started. So he's just continued to do that. But for me, who would just rather not, that was brutal. Not yeah. as brutal as getting up at 3 a.m. to be at the radio station for 4 a.m. to do two hours of prep before the 6 a.m. broadcast. Yeah. But. There you go. Sucky. So good habits, bad habits, shifting habits, being forced into certain habits, right? You were forced yeah. into that one, whether yeah. you liked it or not, right? I was forced into mine, whether I liked it or not, of staying up late, right? And then you kind of like learn to hug that a little bit if you don't feel like you have as much flexibility around changing it. So for that would be me with the nighttime piece, right? So. You know, if we think about other um, other habits, what are positive habits that you intentionally look at creating? Because, again, these are things that, like, make it hard to give up, make it hard to give up. So you guys have been listening to us. If you've created a habit out of Tuesdays or whenever you listen to us, that's a positive habit there, right? For me, I made a habit of self-care, spending time alone, journaling, meditating, all of those things. And I wanted to cultivate something that I liked so much and saw so much reward from that I didn't want anything to steal it away. And that's actually what I work with with my clients a lot. And in my workshop that I created, I'm like, I want you to love this so much that nothing's going to fucking take it from you. And you will boundary everything to keep it in place. Make sense? Oh, yeah. No. And those are the like, I know for myself, it's like first thing in the morning when I get up, I have a little exercise regime. It takes about 10 to 15 minutes just to wake up the body. It's like some stretches, shadow boxing, stuff like push ups, stuff like that. Oh, I thought you meant like a different wake up routine no. to exercise the body. Exercise the body. <laughs> Not that yet, if only. <laughs> it's okay if that's yours, you guys. That's a great way <laughs> to start, start the day. day. Get that tension out. <laughs> and then journaling every day. Mm-hmm. Like at night, usually I do my journaling, meditating, you know, it's either in the morning or kind of mid-afternoon. And then, like, I read yeah. every day, even if it's only for, like, 15, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? I read every day, usually at the end of my work day. 
just a good way to clear the brain after mm-hmm. your meditation. Yeah, so that's like there's a lot of healthy morning routines out there. I feel like like Tony Robbins or somebody kind of really maximizes on that, like the five minutes of meditation, five pages out of your journal, yep. like different things like that. So some people really anchor into those things, and for some people, I think there's actually I think for all of us there is a nice balance of having some rigid habits that occur usually at the same time for the same rate at the same day, and then some that need to be flexible. So for me, my nighttime routine can consist of a few different things and I will ebb and flow and some days I'll feel something and other days I won't. So I'll still tend to something, you know, 15 minutes before bed in terms of like, am I, I usually always journal. I usually always do like a gratitude. Sometimes I'll do a mind dump journaling, but then other times I might just sit and read like five minutes out of a book. So like right now I have a poetry book that I'll sit down and I'll read a few of those poems. Um, and, and other times I might choose to do more of like, uh, more of a meditation that's going to prepare me for bed or something. But usually I will always do one of those. And I just don't know what that is until that day. Cause that's just what works for me. And that's a good thing to do. Have a bit of flexibility with it. As long as you're kind of doing something otherwise I'd get bored I know that about myself yeah I would get bored and I just say oh fuck it but this way if I say fuck it to the one thing then I'm more likely to be like but I'll do this one instead yeah which is good to have that in it's like as writers writing is more of a habit muscle than anything else and there's always people that have theories that you know they they write some writers just be like I write five pages a day Mm -hmm. I write a thousand words a day or but even just to get something out every day to sit and even write for 10 minutes just get something down that keeps that muscle going right because there's like anything you have good periods of writing and bad periods of writing yeah right? writer's I, block exactly. yeah totally actually i did i took like this uh this brief like one week how to write a book course mm-hmm. uh through hay house kind of thing it was free and i took it and that was a big piece it was getting into the habit of writing regardless of how much or what just get in the habit of writing and that's why journal prompts are really helpful right um if you just have some basic journal prompts that you can go to where you don't have to think about what to write you just run with whatever's there right yeah uh what are some other healthy habits healthy habits yeah going for a walk every nice night. that's a good one um dietary healthy habits right mm-hmm. which is tough um but you should still eat better than worse you know what i mean and it's funny you were talking about we were talking before about the 21 days to make a habit yes three days to break it and i mean we did i had a good run with all my habits until we went to vancouver a few weeks back and it was like, whoop. <laughs> the whole thing fell tumbling down. It took days to get back into the right. Totally. Yeah. So that's actually like a psychology of, again, conditioning and creating like cause and effects through those things. So 21 days, that's three weeks, three weeks consistent to create a habit. And most people who are thinking about like exercise regimes and things like that, like there was like the 21 day fix that beach body program people might <laughs> remember. Right. Yeah. Bingo. They've, I mean, there's a psychology behind all of it, right? It only takes three days, one long weekend, guys. How many fucking long weekends are there, right? Or like all of a sudden something gets in the way of that. Like spring break really screwed up my ability to like, even I have work habits. I have things I do on Mondays when I start my week. There's, you know, if I lose that Monday, like this last Easter Monday, I feel kind of messed up for the week in terms of some of my planning and my business flow. Things get interrupted and it feels out of sync. I love Mondays because it's like okay weekend is done roll into the week here's what's coming and I didn't get that that Monday I just like like dove into Tuesday right oh it's all, always throws people the Tuesday feels kind of like a Monday but it's not a Monday in disguise Tuesday. Right? yeah right I know. everything's just fucked mm-hmm. yeah and then when you have two four-day weeks like that yeah right after a two-week break oh 
Wild, right? (laughs) Yeah. So other healthy habits, you know, go back and listen to some of our episodes. If you are like, oh, yeah, I got to consider that discipline, mental discipline, right? So making a point of like calling myself out on the moments I give myself permission to put 18 fucking chocolates in my pocket. Call myself out like I did. I had a conversation the whole way over as I was mowing down, right? I was like, thankfully, there's tinfoil on them. Otherwise, they'd all be gone, Um, you know, and being like, was that necessary, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't necessary, but it was possible because there's a whole bag of them there, right? If there was only 18, I would have only taken half. Because I would have wanted some more later. That's right. Right? So it's, again, like, how do you justify this? And people, like, we do this a lot in substance use work, is, like, how people will justify the next drink, justify the cigarettes, justify whatever it is, right? And it's, like, what are you considering moderation? Where do you, like, give yourself kudos for holding back there, you know? So I I used to work with this one lady. It was so funny. She would, she loved sweets and stuff as well. So people would bring things to the lunchroom. And she, she would always cut things in half. So if there, so get this, you, let's say you've got like a tray of baking there. Let's say she just cut it in half and she took half and then she'd come back into the lunchroom a little later and she'd cut that half in half and then she'd cut the next half in half and then she'd cut the next half in half and then she'd eat the whole thing. I mean, she wouldn't eat the whole tray of baking, but that's how she would approach those things. She'd end up eating all of it anyways, but it felt better for her when she cut it in half and it was like her classic move, right? Right. Well, only half. Yeah, she would. And that was that was a means of justifying that it was okay because on and honestly, it was like, yeah, there's no way I would eat that. This happens at Halloween time, and again, why is it always around food here, right? Probably because food is a necessity in our life, so we can't actually cut it out. Um, But it is around regulation and self control and those kinds of things, Um, and indulgence. It's this like delicate balance with pleasure and stuff too, right? Um, But yeah, like we will notice this. Like I can't remember the last time I ate a full-size chocolate bar. Oh, yeah, same. Right? Because, oh, that's that's too much. Or, like, a full-size donut. But I will plow those Timbits or those little mini chocolate bars at Halloween like no other. And, like, and I pretty much... The equivalent of, like, eight. Fuck. Right? Right? Yeah, or the whole box of a dozen <laughs> donuts, but they were Timbit size, so that's okay. It's so wild. That's the same concept of cutting it in half yeah. and whatever, right? So, you know, really think about that and where we give ourselves permission to cut corners, right? Oh, it's okay, I'll just this or I'll just that, right? I'll have and, a tab of yeah. soda after my cheeseburger fries with gravy. Right. Or, and for a lot of people, it's like, well, I've already had all this. I may as well just let her rip. Just, right. Just Here we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, think about that and go back to the discipline episode and, and listen to some of the key messages in there. Cause it is around, um, like d- discipline is the ultimate form of self-love. Right. Yeah. So that is where those healthy habits start to come in. And, you know, like, what is it about that habit that is so controlling? It is, it essentially has us by the balls. Right. Yeah. Well, cause it, and it's, we talk they talk about that in stoicism because big part of stoicism is moderate is moderation or call it they call it temperance um and it's just denying yourself pleasure now because you can enjoy it later and if you enjoy it in moderation there's always some to enjoy yeah whereas when you overdo it you quite often you know like think of all the times that you drank so much as a kid or a teenager and then you just couldn't do it Mm -hmm. but if you kind of moderate you don't feel bad. You're or, healthier. Or as an adult. Or as an adult. <laughs> yeah, and we're not happened. built for that anymore. We are built for that, but we <laughs> still do it. But the, the, the point is moderation is always better than indulgence. Right. Yeah. And that's just a big thing to remind yourself of when dealing with your bad habits yeah. and even good habits. Right? Like. And I also think, you know, when we were to look at that, like we, 
We restrict ourselves in so many areas. We have rules around so many things, right? And like, even when we're talking about portion control and this and the things you should and shouldn't eat, like sometimes when we ease up, you could look at this around uh, drug use, right? And and countries that have, uh, you know, legalized drug use and, you know, criminalized. And then what that is around the whole like don't touch that don't use this don't look over there and we're tempted from now instantly we want to do that right we're not allowed there's that factor to it right so sometimes it is about like when we restrict so much then we have these massive like binge opportunities um whereas like if we allowed ourselves to freely have it and that's more like along the lines of like intuitive eating guidelines and things like that if you truly allow yourself what you feel like you need and deserve honestly honestly not 18 fucking chocolates okay um then you don't feel the need to have 18 chocolates or to indulge in that many you know drinks or this or that right but we do we have this like this like elastic band where we just like slingshot across to that like extreme hey well there was no binge watching Mm. until netflix came oh my god there's fucking commercials there was things like you watched what you watched was on tv and if you didn't like it on and it was off and then on summer there was no new episodes there were reruns while they filmed some more but you didn't care yeah now it's like you watch you know all 10 episodes of the night agent and you're like well fuck no one yeah right not that i've done that (laughs) <laughs> I most definitely I was like what show it's good <laughs> we know I'm not we know I'm not the TV gal here right but you know it's it's all those kinds of things so some healthy habits you know I would start to do and I even saw myself struggle with this over winter uh, I started using my sauna again so actually it was funny me and one of my friends I saw he had gotten a sauna I was like alright let's have a challenge so we were like all gung ho for the first little bit and then I was like keeping track and then we were going to try and get to 30 and then I was like fuck where are we at now like 17 why does that feel like it's taking so long and then it's like i don't ever think we ever checked in around it again right (laughs) but sometimes it's just whatever you need to get you into something and like maybe i just don't need that right now or i don't have space or time for it right now you know so what have i replaced that with you know there's just different things that maybe i've replaced with that one healthy habit i have all the time my bubble baths that's totally like my jam my thing again like you know regularly getting outside things like that business habits like i mean when we think about like habit stacking a lot of entrepreneurs talk about this Mm -hmm. i feel like you know back when i was looking at people like jimmy buffett things like that there is a lot of language around like what kind what are your top habits what are the things that you're continually consistently doing kind of like we were talking about from that writing perspective and here's the thing like how invested are you in creating healthy habits the minute it comes to money the minute it comes to business the minute it comes to fame we're like fuck yeah but if it's to do with us we might not prioritize it as no, much well, like unless health is, com- yeah. is compromised in favor of you know fame and wealth and all that other stuff right but it usually takes us some kind of wake-up call or an injury or a health concern or something to like start focusing on that yeah. but people are so willing to do it for like the money and fame and all those things right so i can think about you know business habits i have every time i flip to my daytime or every week i've got new goals i sit down and look at what i want that week to look like every month i sit down and, and set intentions around what I'm bringing in, what I want to focus on when I want to launch something, you know, whether I want to open my caseload or what that's looking like or, you know, where I'm balancing everything with my work life. So I'm very intentionally habitual around a lot of those rituals and practices, right? And then going back and double checking results in my spreadsheets of, you know, finances and things like that. Well, that's basically what what a, a routine is. It's a, it's a ha- it's a habit. Yeah. 
that you've built. Yep. So for all of you guys, think about those bad habits. And the good ones. And the good ones. And let us know about them in the comments of this episode. Yeah. yeah. And understand, like take some time to understand. Don't just accept that you have them. Understand why they are there and if they're serving you or not. And if even if they're not serving you, are they harming you? If they're harming you, what can you do about that? But if they're not harming you, then like, cool. Where are you going to let that sit? Where are you going to let yeah. that hang? You, you know, balance that, you know, eating of 18 chocolate eggs by still doing, you know, a running every day. I You're walked okay. over here. I'm saying that's what I mean. Right. right? I had, I had Pilates this morning. I were, I walked over here. You earned those 18 chocolates. I did. But then I also could have done without them because I was like, here's the thing. This is where things stack back in February. Remember I like cheesecake. Well, yeah. it was my birthday. And then like, it was my girl's birthdays. And there was a lot of cake around that time. And then that just rolled in. And even in this last like couple weeks, went to the chili peppers concert. So I was eating out that week, okay. like that, that like, like for a day. And then I, I went out again that weekend and I don't eat out. So that's like rare for me. And I was like, Oh, I had all these blobs of things. And now I'm a blob. Cause I think I gained like <laughs> seven pounds in two weeks guys and I was like I could see this this started back with that fucking cheesecake on my birthday I know it did right so it is around I could have done without the 18 chocolates because I'm actually already in the red uh-huh. right I was already in the negative so it wasn't balancing out the walk I needed the walk and no chocolates <laughs> see what a complex web this is being weird. I'm being honest with myself guys <laughs> so that is literally that top-down approach of like why I'm doing what I'm doing and if I got the result I got right all right there you go, folks. Well, we've got one more. We do. One more episode in season one coming up next week. And we guarantee you it'll be your new favorite episode. Right. So until then, I'm Jason. I'm Jolene. Talk next week.